0: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are. Uh, This is Janet, and I'm so excited about my new Format or my new presentations for this year. It's exciting. Um, And I will get to that in just a bit. We also have a healing today for Jake, and it's on OCD. But first, I am going to talk about more on the fifth dimensional information. There is so much. I'm going to be doing a little trickle every week for you guys. And anyway, I'm really excited. I I, I feel like a whole new world is opening up, a whole new community. All of us will be joining. It's really great. Anyway, I first am going to briefly mention that next week I will not be having a show. I am going back east. I may have mentioned it uh, before, but just as a reminder, I'm going to be on a TV show. It's a very, uh, it's um, it's a show that airs in the east. Of course, I'll get a clip. So that, I mean, after I do it, I will have it and we'll post it unless it's completely horrible. (laughs) I don't think it will be, but I'm just being silly. I will have a clip, you know, so that everyone can see it, even though you may not be local. It is a pre-tape show, so I'm taping it next Tuesday the 19th, but it's not going to be on until February, I believe, early February. So... That's the scoop on that, but I will not be having my show next week because I'm actually flying back on next Wednesday. So the show, by the way, is called Healthy Lifestyle with Eraldo. Now, that's not Geraldo, It's Eraldo, E-R-A-L-D-O. Again, Healthy Lifestyle with Eraldo. It shows on WMCN44. And it can be seen on Comcast, Verizon and DirecT and uh reaches I guess they have the number here, 2.7 million, million homes in Pennsylvania, Delaware, and New Jersey. So that's kind of scary, but really way more exciting. Um but it gives me a chance to give it a try and I'm I'm it's my be my first time, so. Okay. Um now I did get some feedback from last week's show which really meant a lot to me actually and I see Robin called in she's one who did give me feedback and what Robin said she said I love the radio show last week and she's looking forward to today's show and I am saying hello Robin because I see you on and she has one quick question on the facade sole. she says Once a fifth dimensional takes on a facade soul in the fourth dimension, does the facade soul need to keep reincarnating into the fourth dimension until all issues are healed? Or can that being or that soul choose to go back to the fifth dimension in between lives? And I just wanted to say, I do answer this question in today's information. So I'm I'm not going to be doing it twice, but I did want to just mention that you wrote in. Thank you so much. Anyway, I also heard from Tina. She says, thank you so much for talking about the fifth dimension. I'm so glad you're able to bring this information to everyone and I can't wait until you give us more detail, more details, looking forward to the coming year. She said, since you told me about this info more than a year ago, the only person I can talk to is my sister because I don't feel anyone will understand. They may think I'm crazy or cuckoo But I'm now looking forward to learning and understanding and and talking to fellow fifth dimensionals. First of all, I want to just say, you are already talking to fellow fifth dimensionals. And in general, they're going to be the people you're drawn to that you connect with uh, because they are going to carry that similar energy. So, And there's millions and millions on the planet, so it's not like we're all isolated and alone. And so you really are already talking to fellow fifth dimensionals and if someone who is um, someone that you're drawn to and is not a fifth dimensional they are clearly resonating with that fifth dimensional energy and so it makes no difference if you connect with them you connect with them but anyway I do agree it is exciting and I thank you Tina for for writing in and tina like many of my clients had learned the information during a private session which is basically where i shared this information but it's like she said singular she had no one to talk to about her sister who also is a fifth dimensional and is also was a part of a, um, a group session that i had with them so she she felt frustrated and i don't blame her and i'm i'm really glad that i'm Moving, <laughs> moving forward with this uh, anyway um, so that was the two bits of feedback now if you guys have any questions don't forget you can always email me and you can email me at Janet at higher dot com or Janet at Janet Richmond dot com either one gets to me and I will answer you can also call in now I'm going to get the phone number out You can definitely call in. Uh, I may not answer right off the bat because there is so much information. Now, last week, I was so excited about it. I kind of led by the seat of my pants. I just blabbered everything out that I said, and there was no real looking sort of to the whole year and what I'm going to unfold in what way. And now I've decided that I'm going to unfold it in a more organized way. There is just a huge body of information, not just on what the fifth dimension is like, although there is information on that, but on, you know, fifth dimensional information that I've never shared with, with you guys. I don't know that I've shared it with anyone, Really, you know, piecemeal. Somebody will say, Oh, I'm really interested in this, and I'll send them some, you know, some transcribed materials that Joan Culpepper had brought in, and then maybe they come back to me and we have a discussion or something like that. But I've never shared the body of work, and I'm excited to do it. I'm going to, my plan is, in fact, after this year, pull together the information into. A book, because there are a lot of people who don't listen to the show, and this way it'll become available for many others. It will be probably my fourth book, and I'm not going to promise, because I think that fourth book has been many things as the years have gone by. The third book, as you know, is going to be on Jane and Company. Um, That probably start this summer or this fall. I'm very excited about it. That book will not take that long to write. Maybe it'll, I'll get it out in a year, year and a half. And the fourth book, which would be a bigger book, more like the one I've just put out, would take a long time. But because I'm doing it on the radio show first, I'll have it kind of, I mean, I'm not just going to take word for word what I said on the radio, but I'll have the the information unfolded in the way I've kind of done some pre-work on it. Cause Every topic that I that I'm going to talk about, I'm going back to reread the information on it that I have from Joan, and if I have questions, I'm going to go in and get you know fill in gaps or whatever with the higher self information. Uh, so I will be doing the work that I would normally do, uh, which is what I did on soul psychology. I mean, it took me a long time because I was doing all the past research and then I brought in maybe 30, 40 percent of my own information from the higher self. So it was a lot of work. It wasn't just writing. It was like kind of writing a research book, you know, one of those historical books that that, you know, these fabulous writers go and they do tons of research. That's the kind of book that Soul Psychology was. And this fourth book is more of the same, but because I'm gonna be doing it on the radio, <laughs> I'll be able to kind of have a leg up. So it's 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 all good. Okay. Now there will be some repetition. I do wanna do wanna let everybody know there's gonna be some repetition and it's absolutely necessary because it's a huge amount of information. So if I'm talking on one topic today, maybe two weeks or five months down the line, that, that topic will be related to, or will be a jumping off point into another topic. So there will be some repetition. I have to do it that way. Of course, with this amount of information, it's not gonna hurt anybody to hear something twice. So <laughs> just want to uh, be clear on that. It's It will remind you. Remember, I heard everything once. Then I typed all the information out. I transcribed it. This was back in the 80s. And so I heard it twice. Then when I worked with pulling into the first book, the second book, I reread a bunch of information again. And actually, as things were transcribed, I tried to keep up and read everything. So I have basically read and reread at least four times, and in some cases, five and six and seven times. And I'm still surprised. Oh my gosh, I completely forgot about X, Y, or Z, or I hadn't read it or interpreted it in the same way this time as I did before. So the repetition is uh, required and actually very important. Okay. So what am I talking about today? Well, I'm going to start with the evolutionary council, the Fifth dimensional evolutionary council. Now, the evolutionary council is—it's it, a council made up of, of the souls that are involved in the total evolutionary progression of literally all souls. Okay, so the—it's kind of like an overseeing body, but it's very open and very—it uh, receives just like any council here uh, that that is open and not closed, it would be open to receiving ideas and um, suggestions. And there were many fifth dimensionals who did come to the evolutionary council with thoughts and ideas as to how to help the evolutionary system that was in place to help the four lower kingdoms, how to improve it. Okay, And it was determined, as I mentioned last week, that interplanetaries could best serve the human community if they carried the true soul essence while in a bodily form, in a human bodily form. And I explained last week that it's because the human community responds better at the five sense level than they do to abstract energy projections. So... As this plan was finalized, the call went forth, and I mentioned this last week, for the volunteers who would like to choose to return to the human community to take on the human facade soul over an aspect, a fifth dimensional aspect, and who would agree to be in place for billions and billions and billions of years. OK, so to be a volunteer, you didn't just volunteer for a thousand years or 10,000 years or a million years. You volunteered for to be in place for billions and cadillions. okay OK, let's just make it really shorten the billions and billions to cadillions. OK, I know it's not a real word, but everybody knows that means a huge amount of years. So we agreed and actually we agreed to remain there until, let me get the the, the, the quote, until there, the completion of the evolutionary acceleration had been accomplished. Okay, now I'm not sure exactly what that is. I do have a feeling that I know, but I'm not talking about it today because that's another whole huge topic. Okay, now the souls that agree to return also agreed not only to be in place for those billions of years but also agreed to obey the rules and regulations of the human community and of the free will kingdom okay you remember maybe from last week that when we when the humanities graduate into the fifth dimension we move from the free will arena into the divine will where we consciously take on divine will uh, uh, move into the divine will arena. We agree to take that on at a, in a conscious way. And now, of course, divine will, and I explain this really well in my book, divine will, it means something quite different than we think of as will. So don't get nervous, guys. You know, maybe read so Psychology because I have a whole chapter, I think, on will. And it's very, it clarifies a lot of stuff. So you might find You might find that really interesting. Anyway, but when we're returning to the human kingdom arena, we have to obey the rules and regulations that are present here. Okay. Now, one of the things that we did is as the aspect, that fifth dimensional aspect that I talked about last week, as that fifth dimensional aspect of ourselves de-intensified, we did something else that was very important. We split Each fifth-dimensional aspect that was returning split into a male-principled soul and a female-principled soul. Okay. What you guys don't realize, because I haven't talked about it yet, and I will get to the graduation process down the line, but when we do graduate, we merge the totality of our soul and our body. As we take our body with us, hello, the soul and the body into an androgynous state. So, all interplanetaries in the fifth dimension are androgynous, completely and totally having melded their the totality of their masculine and femi- feminine form and masculine and feminine soul. So, it's completely, completely, completely androgynous. Now, the, each part, when we split, is always connected to the totality of the androgynous whole, but it is separate, each aspect carrying its own human facade soul. Hello? Didn't I tell you guys there's so much more about the soul you have no idea about? This is one part. <laughs> this is one aspect. So each fifth dimensional upon returning split Into the fully female principal soul and the fully male principal soul. Each principal soul took on the human facade form. So each fifth dimensional literally has two human facades in the universe. Okay? Now, why did we have to split? Well, hello. We can't have an androgynous aspect in a kingdom that carries. The male and the female. And I'll get to this in just one second. Because in the human kingdom, one of the rules and regulations is that there has to be a male and female body and it has to be born of human parents. So, um, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, so it's important that we split into the two parts of the soul and of the fifth dimensional soul and that we each take on. The human facade, and so there's two souls now the higher self, and this is going to be talked about more down the line, but the higher self define twin soul as the two aspects that have split between the of each true soul essence each each fifth dimensional soul, so when it splits into a female principal soul and a male principal soul, those, and they take on the facade body, those two aspects are considered twin souls. And there's a lot of information I want to give you on twin souls. This is something very different than soul mates, according to the higher self. And it's just their terms and how they define it. So don't get worried about it or hung up on it, or it may conflict with something else that you've heard about. With twin souls, or maybe it explains something else you heard about twin souls. I don't know, but that's what the twin soul is the When a male or a female meet and they carry the opposite or the other part, so if I'm carrying the female principal soul and I meet someone who's carrying the male principal soul, we would be twin souls, okay, and you do meet your twin soul it does happen and i'll explain way more about that uh down the line but i did want you to understand that now because we have a facade human soul that carries both the female nature and the male nature we do incarnate uh, in the human kingdom as men and women both what, no matter whether we're carrying at the true soul essence, the female principal soul or the male principal soul, that does not determine who which kind of body we take on uh in our reincarnate in our reincarnated lives so okay all right now, I want to answer Robin's question here. she says um she had the question about when you take on the human facade um does it go back to the fifth dimension uh, or if it wants to in between lives and so what i'm going to say is well in fact no it has volunteered to be in the human arena for these billions and cadillions of years and it does when it lays aside the body it moves into the human kingdom heavens. it still carries the true soul essence there and that true soul essence with the being in the facade with the facade but without the density of the body the the true soul essence can do a lot of stuff and it does a lot of stuff which i'm not going to talk about here because it's not it's another huge topic but it doesn't mean it's limited or restricted but it is housed within the human kingdom heavens the human kingdom universe As I explained in my book, Soul Psychology contains both the in-body arena and the out-of-body arena. And the in-body arena is this human dimension that we live in, and it's in all, you know, on all planets that are housing humanities. And the out-of-body is the human kingdom heavens. As I think I explained in another show, the human kingdom heavens is but a thin veil, and when we lay aside the body, that's where we go. So... Both these parts are part of the human kingdom universe, and as a facade, you do stay within the human kingdom universe. That's what you have agreed to. But again, that true soul essence can be active, very active, whether we're in body or out, actually. Okay. Now, she also said, do we have to stay around? Do we get healed? Well, the, the fact of the matter is when we came in, and I think I mentioned it last week, the human facade comes in with all the knowledge but no experience so we take on the same misunderstandings the same misconceptions the same emotional hurts wounds and problems as any human would we take on the same so the and we are as clueless (laughs) maybe not at first when we first incarnated as a facade But it's been so much time now because we've been around for so many so many eons we we we're just we don't remember either so when we come into the human when we reincarnate we're not sure what's going on now there are times like right now where fifth dimensionals are really motivated from that true soul essence to move into a state of clearing and cleansing that soul mind detox I talked about last week and before so that we can move into being more connected to that true soul essence and operate more and more from that place where we carry so much more information and knowledge and, uh, you know, that very high frequency energy. So, so that I hope, yes, we 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 will, just like a human soul, we will move in a lot of lives to try to understand, to try to balance, to try to heal. But there will be lives where we're, we're not trying to do that, maybe we're taking a break. I mean, I've heard of some very, very serious 5th uh, dimensionals who are just so determined to, to help that they take on very, very difficult, vicious, cruel lives. And then they need time literally to recover. And so they'll take on a series of lives. It can be one, it can be five, it can be 30, where they just are hanging out um, both in and out of body to, to heal. As a way to um, not take on any more quote unquote "destiny patterns um, and just allow themselves to to move through and 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 get do some soul mind detox now um okay, I think that answers Robin's question. Okay, so here's the deal. The fifth dimension has a conglomerate soul. Every dimension has a conglomerate soul, and I think I've talked about it. Uh, when the soul is ready to move into the next dimensional frequency, no matter what dimension you're in, it first moves into level eight, which is the symbolically level eight. It's the conglomerate soul of that dimension, and it contains all, all, all information and knowledge from that dimension. So, before we go into the fifth dimension, we would move into the human conglomerate soul, and this way we take in all that information and knowledge because can't, we can't possibly experience 100% of it. But. Whatever we have experienced would have brought us to the point of awareness and consciousness so that we're ready to do the graduation. And before we move into the fifth dimension, we want every soul to be on an even playing field, every soul to have the same concepts, ideas, knowledge, before moving into that fifth dimensional realm. So the fifth dimension has the same conglomerate fifth dimensional level. It's the eighth level of the fifth dimension. And of course... Anyway, it's the eighth level, and when the volunteers came through, no matter what, where they were in their processing and learning and growing through the fifth dimension, they were all moved in to that fifth dimensional conglomerate soul level. Why? So that they could take on the highest frequency possible before returning to, as as the dual soul, returning to the fourth dimension. It's very important because they wanted this whole process to be in the highest ideal possible. So they would partake of this totality so they could bring to the human community that highest fifth dimensional vibration that they could reach. Okay. Now, when they get to the human community, this high frequency is then electrically transmitted, Okay, to the human community, and the human community magnetically pulls into its soul at the soul space level the elements that it's ready to take in at any point in time. Because the the interplanetary or the fifth dimensional dimension is you could symbolically think of it as electrical in its vibration. And it travels at a much higher rate of speed than the fourth dimensional level, which you could look at as magnetic in nature. So the magnetic soul is pulling in the higher energies, what the soul is ready, whatever the energies it wants. And this causes that soul, and I did explain it a bit last week, this causes that soul to move faster because it has that innate desire to catch up with that higher frequency so by having the fifth dimensionals in place in a bodily form giving out that electric energy from that that very high frequency 24-7 from the true soul essence it provides that energy for any and all souls that are ready to partake partake of it Whatever they're ready, now, remember that it's the choice of the human soul to take it in or not. And this is important because remember I said, the interplanetaries have to agree to to the rules and re- regulations of the free will kingdom, which means they cannot trespass. Remember, interplanetaries come from the divine level, divine level energies never trespass, the free will. So the true soul essence, that energy, that part of us is not going to trespass because the way the system is set up is through this electrical magnetic thing. So it's the human soul that determines whether it's going to magnetically draw in any of that higher frequency energy. Okay? So this is important because it enables enables all of us guys to... Without, without consciously thinking, oh, am I trespassing or not, if, they, if that human soul is taking in that fifth dimensional energy, automatically we are not trespassing because it is the human soul and the human soul 100% that determines what it takes in. We are not standing there and force feeding it down anybody. Never would happen. Doesn't happen from the fifth dimension. Doesn't happen from any of the divine dimensions. Never happens. Let me just review a little bit on will. The three lower kingdoms, mineral, plant, and animal, are on instinctive will, guys. Okay? They're on instinctive will. They are guided and directed through the pure soul essence. It is a divine will frequency. They do not have free will there. They are guided through the pure soul essence. Human kingdom, the free will. Five, six, seven, and eight, are spiritual well, also in the divine will frequency, but the difference between those three kingdoms and the three lower kingdoms is that it's a conscious decision to move into the free will. Okay, just want to clarify that. Okay, now, the, okay, where am I? All right, so, that basically is a little bit that I'm going to give to you guys today but way back in the 80s when I learned, began learning all of this information the Higher South requested of all of us that we begin to really focus on the idea of becoming a channel of this true soul essence energy and allowing it to work with us and through us. Now Why are they saying that? Because that energy is happening automatically. Well, I'm going to explain why. Because this true soul essence, this fifth dimensional part of us can't trespass. If we consciously work with the energies, we are consciously giving permission to and allowing those divine, those energies that are from the divine will level, we are consciously working to, um, we are consciously giving them permission to express. We are vehicles of expression in this dimension of those energies. And we volunteered. Hello, we volunteered to be those vehicles of expression. So I'm passing on the request that we all move to Process and bring these energies in more effectively and more efficiently and how do we do that by giving permission by doing the amalgamation by focusing on like I did last week that true soul essence Element that we carry and by focusing on it. Remember that focus of attention is The turn-on switch. This is what gives permission very simple anybody can do it and I'm just passing on that request and reviewing all this information that request I read that over again and I remember it so strongly from when I was there and I heard it the first time and you know you come away thinking oh I'm going to do that and then of course it goes in and out of your consciousness and sometimes we're much more um we we pay attention and we're we're focused and other times life takes over and it's like what 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 what, what am I supposed to focus on again <laughs> Anyway, so that 's the way it's going to be for all of you. The more we neutralize, the more we amalgamate and give permission for these higher divine frequencies to move in and help us and other souls the the more effectively and efficiently we will be operating in this reality um, and we do have a lot to do, a lot to do, so that will be unfolding i, I don't even know if I have enough time in a year it's so much. Anyway, enough for you all to take in for one one day. It was a little bit some little bit of repetition and some new things. But right now I want to move on to Jake. He didn't give me any details about this pattern of O C D that he carries. Uh Jake is also a fifth dimensional and just so you know, he's been a client. He also, as you know, um he's i do some healings for him on the radio actually quite a few which i'm happy to do because they relate to so many of us i have no idea where the higher self are going to take this because honestly all i could think about this week was the next step of the higher self information to bring to you so i did not think for one second about the ocd and i'm sitting down waiting for the show to come on i'm thinking Oh, okay, I'm not really, usually I give a little information about the issue at hand. I have nothing to give you guys. Okay, I'm really sorry, (laughs) but I'm not worried in the slightest because I know when we move into the healing, the higher self will will bring to me whatever is needed and necessary for us to understand about OCD. I'm really curious. I don't know too much about it. I certainly know people who have it. I, I see how it operates and so that's about the, the extent of what I know and the in any case we're just gonna get to the healing. Okay, I would like everyone, as you know, to to start to get comfortable, take a few deep breaths. I'm gonna um drink some water. Uh thank you. <laughs> um And let's just quiet our minds and begin to bring in that focus of attention. Whew. Okay. I have to take the deep breath, too, myself. All right. I want you just to focus on my voice or focus on your physical body, the position it's in, the arms, the legs. Try to quiet the mind. I've just been giving you a lot of new stuff. You can always re-listen to the show, hear it, more than once, get that information down or just wait till the next time and, and some of it will be repeated as I move forward. Uh, a- anyway, the. Ooh, I'm really feeling a bunch of stuff now. Already it's coming in about Jake. So, um, higher self, don't waste any time. All right, so we're all sitting around this symbolic wheel. The rim of the wheel, and it's the past, present, and future listeners and um wow, okay, I see it I'm watching it set up it's happening it so quickly that i I don't have time to verbalize it, so you know what's happening we're we're setting we're setting forth the the focus on the now moment. That energy field is moving into place. It's already expanding into the forever now moment, which is encompassing the totality of the soul process. Now you all realize a new aspect of the soul, which you hadn't known before. It is now including not only you at the soul level, but your twin soul energy and its facade soul, uh, parts of its facade soul. Remember, we're all one. We're all connected to the conglomerate Uh, fifth dimensional that is still in place in the fifth dimension, our conglomerate soul at that level. Uh, So now you understand that this forever now moment is totally and completely encompassing that as well. It always has been, but you didn't know it consciously. And so it is again, huge. And this is one of the reasons the only one, because we, there's still more that I will unfold, but it's only one of the reasons why the time-space continuum is so huge, because not only does it encompass the totality of the places where each of us in our journey as the facade soul, over whether it's the female or the male principled soul, it also encompasses the totality of us at the twin soul energy level that has been evolving over the eons of time in different places different parts of the universe different planets on the same planet some of the time yes of course but it is a huge amount of space or location i should say you know location 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 it is huge and so maybe in your mind you can actually feel that forever now moment Doubling in what you would have thought consciously before, because now it's carrying the journey of two facade souls. And it is encompassed within our work that we do. And wait till we get to the part where we're actually doing healings on the opposite facade soul. There's just so much, guys. I can't even tell you. There's so much to tell you. So that's the exciting news, and we will get to it. But right now, we're creating the forever now moment, and already I see Jake, he's, he's stepping forward, and, and I'm already hurting. I can feel him, and I haven't even finished with the amalgamation. We're now going to amalgamate with the total. No, 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 no. I don't want to go there first. I now want us to focus on that true soul essence. I'm putting it first because it's important that we begin to move into connecting with the part of us that we carry, that we've pretty much neglected for eons of time. So I want everyone, I don't know if you have the the symbol yet for your true soul essence or whether you just think the words or just imagine what that true soul essence would be like, but I'm I'm feeling the conglomerate expansion of that true soul essence. So whatever you guys are doing, uh, it's, I can feel, I can feel it just different from last week. Even it's really powerful, and I'm excited. Uh, I can feel the expansion of that true soul essence. It's moving in as you consciously becoming one with it at the totality of the soul process level. Okay, the twin soul energy is also focusing on that true soul essence. Wow when i said that it just it really doubled it just was so intense it's just beautiful you guys are are moving very quickly you may not realize it but because you're actually so familiar at some inner unremembered remembrance level about the true soul lessons it's in some ways I feel like it's, this information is resonating with people, and as a result, you're able to move into these things very quickly, much more quickly than I ever did, as you know. So, and I'm excited because it's just a, it's a reflection of the increase of frequency that we've all uh, we're all going through, we're all experiencing all over the universe with that evolutionary thrust that I did talk about last week. And so, I'm really um, I just, I'm just giving you guys, as I'm blabbering away, I'm just giving you guys some time to really expand the focus, expand the feeling, expand the connection with that true soul essence part of you. And I'm checking in with Jake because he happens to be one that I'm working on in this healing. And he is doing the same. Uh, he's doing the same as well. I'm more connected, though, I have to say, to his the pain here that i'm feeling. Anyway, we're going to get to that pain just a sec, Jake. Okay. Now, we're going to move on to the pure pure soul essence. Again, that's that internal symbolic sunlight we all carry, and i want you to to expand this totality of all that originating source was and is was isn't is becoming to m- to the, throughout the totality of you at the soul process. And, and, and the light is just filling, filling the forever now moment, and in come the legions of souls. Now you understand that they're pulling in at the magnetic level the higher um, frequency energies that they're ready to take in at the soul banks. And they take in, each soul takes in what it is ready for, uh, not anything else. The divine energy, as I said, does not push anything to it. It is a conscious choice or, or unconscious choice. Usually it's a choice at the soul level, at that three-will soul level to take in whatever. And I'm seeing that legions just moving in and partaking of the incredibly powerful divine energies that are that are being presented um, within this forever now moment. Keeping in mind there is absolutely no loss to ourselves. We are connected always at pure soul essence level with the huge resource of originating source. It it never goes away, it's infinite. And we're never losing anything by uh, others partaking of that light, that divine light that we carry. Okay. I also now want to call in the the amalgamation, or the um, I want us to become one with the conglomerate higher selves. Those are the higher selves that work with each and every one of us, and also the higher selves that work with the twin soul in its journey. Two sets of higher selves, because each twin soul de-intensified down to take on a separate facade human soul. So we now have two sets of higher selves. Do they interact? Do they are they all connected to the conglomerate whole of who we are? Of course. So in our minds it seems separate in, in some ways you could conceive of it as being separate. And I am seeing an intensity of because we now have this conscious knowledge, I am seeing an intensity of the growing greater intensity of the amalgamation process with the higher self. Again, we have to focus on them, give permission for them to come in and work in the healing for us. This is one of the ways the higher self, as I was saying, requested us to become more conscious, more aware, and and to bring the efficiency up because we have to give permission to that part of ourselves to be operational, Okay. All right, so we've amalgamated with the conglomerate higher self. It's just a huge amount of energy, and it's it's just huge anyway and i it's just very um inspirational, and I'm just thrilled, okay, so now we're all being this entire energetic space, it's so huge, we're being moved into that originating source womb energy and that will be um, enabling us to um, process and expand and become to give birth to ourselves at the higher levels it's very very beautiful very very powerful energy works with what we already carry and empowers that intuitive strike intuitive that um, inner innate nature to grow and become and give birth to and to express. So just moving into that womb energy empowers all of that important energy that we carry uh, and all souls carry. Okay. Now, okay um Jake is here. he's stepping forward. I see him on the symbolic hub, which reminds me let's activate the uh consciously activate the rainbow bridge energies so that we are supporting jake's on um, this very balanced um, hub or um, platform of uh, the rainbow bridge energy and jake is literally sitting there i from the moment i started this healing i could feel it he's just sitting there i see i see jake sitting there i I don't know whether it is i see you jake sitting there on the platform sitting there your head between your knees and there's just a lot of pain processing and boy this symbol looks familiar i don't know if i've had it on you before or someone else i don't remember um it's kind of a very universal symbol you know when we sit with our head between our knees we're sort of upset it's not a symbol that connotes joy and laughter and fun so it it, so don't worry about it if i've done it on you before or anybody else Uh, i want you to to understand that i can just feel a lot of pain now I'm not sure how this is going to play into the OCD. Let's just go with the flow. I want you to begin by opening up as much as you can that heart chakra because that's where I'm feeling this this heart center pain and I want you to begin to release it. You've had a lot of pain and we've worked on pain in the past. There's been uh, times where you, um, I don't know if you actually thought about really doing suicide or Uh, Committing suicide, but I know it was sort of playing around in your mind in some ways And I I, I think you've moved off of that completely, but there's still pain under there So let's release all of that or as much as we can today because I think that pain is still processing is still part of the OCD Um, Okay, let's see Yeah uh, I can't move on yet. we have to really begin. we really have to keep moving with the pain first because it's you need the concentration and the focus to keep that that opening to allow the pain to come out. I'm gonna call in divine flush. I'm gonna call in divine any divine energy. let's activate that that external vacuum of light that has you know like a billion trillion BTUs and we're going to help suck out some of that pain and as it gets sucked out remember all these things move into the light it moves into the symbolic vacuum gets caught up in that vacuum bag and it's completely neutralized in there so we're neutralizing the energy as it comes out oh I can feel the pull and in some ways there's a little bit of a resistance here the pain has been with you for so long that it feels very much part of you now let's let's get into that a little bit more there is a part of you that feels like you have to just accept the pain that you've had it for so long you don't you don't realize or don't even have a concept that it doesn't have to exist you see pain all around you and others and so what you've actually done is you've moved to a level of acceptance, the, the level of trying to just say, okay, I have this pain, it's going to be there, there's nothing I can do about it, I deserve it, that sort of thing. And you just kind of accepted it here. Now, we're talking at the soul level, obviously, at the conscious mind level, most of us aren't going to accept pain. I don't see you accepting pain at all. But at the soul level, you are accepting that pain. It is um, ugh, it just is very uh it's very intense, and it does help you hold on to it a little bit more than I'd like to see, so I want you to to release the misunderstandings the misconceptions the misinterpretations about this pain um It was taken on through some very difficult, I mean, hugely difficult times that I've talked about so often with many, many healings that we've all experienced. And so the the idea is that pain and um, frustration or bad things or however you want to say it is just part of life and you can't move away from it. So you tried to actually go the high road. Well, instead of trying to avoid the pain, I'm literally just going to accept the pain. Unfortunately, this is kind of working as a double-edged sword here. Um, By accepting the pain, which is deep, intense, uh, traumatic, if you should feel it, you've also developed a coping style. The coping style of trying to distract yourself From feeling that pain and this is what a lot of where at least at least one part of this OCD OCD is a way to it's a distraction in a way it's a way to make sure we have everything in place so we're safe we're um, however you I don't know what each I'm I'm sure different people who have OCD have a little bit different interpretations of what they're safe from but for you it feels like it keeps you safe from feeling the pain if we have to do you know I'm not sure because you told me nothing about how your OCD manifests but I don't know if you're someone who repeats the same thing six times before you can leave the house or turns off the light six times or checks the lock six times or checks the the oven is off six times. I I, I don't know. Or maybe you, you clean and you can't tolerate anything out of its place or anything else or some of that or none of it and it just manifests in a different way. I don't know. But it's a coping style because it's very difficult. It's impossible when we carry that level of pain not to have it triggered off over and over again. How? When we carry that level of pain, we are going to reflect in the outer reality over and over again, situations and conditions that match it, that bring it in, that empower it, okay? And so that's what you do. You would bring in situations and conditions over and over again from that that are related to the pain that would trigger the pain, that would cause the pain, that would re-intensify the pain uh, and entrench it more and more. So you've developed this coping style because those things are going to happen. Those are the things you've accepted. You never knew in so many lives, as none of us know, that there was a way to actually deal with that pain. It's this neutralizing. Releasing it into the light, using those divine energies that you and all of us carry and so and and actually as I'm blabbering i can really see a lot of this pain beginning to move again i want you to release the misconceptions the misunderstandings the beliefs that really have limited you cuz you believe you can't avoid it why do, why would we all believe that it's very easy cuz we see pain all around us we see difficult things happening all around us so we take on a belief system by literally osmosis that this is what life has to bring. Once we understand that life brings to us exactly what we need to become aware, what we need to be triggered so that we can seek and search and figure it out and heal and neutralize. Once we understand that, we have a different perspective. And you have that perspective, and it's just interesting to me because you've been doing this work now for quite a while. You've moved, taken many, many steps forward and gotten a lot of help from the work. So at the soul level, you are actually ready now to deal with this pain in a more substantial way, and you're letting it go. I see it coming out, and I see a lot of stuff coming out from the chest, the top of the head, um, I'm even seeing stuff coming out of the eyes. It's as if you're not going to hold on anymore to that viewpoint that you can't avoid pain, that there's nothing you can do, that you're doomed, and you've had this doom thing before in different ways, and we all have it. It's It's that we have this belief system that we can't avoid it. Remember, when something painful happens in our life, when something difficult, we trigger off the well of pain that we're already carrying. So if something happens that we lose somebody or we break up in a relationship or maybe uh, we're in a car accident and we get physically hurt and there's physical pain, whatever it is, or there's emotional pain, mental pain, psychological pain, whatever it is, we trigger off that event, that situation triggers off all the pain we've ever felt that's what an emotional blueprint is we trigger it off and then it's the responses of pain just flow out so when things happen to us we feel pain in a much more intense way than we will and we do when we let go of more and more of that pain suddenly something that would have just floored us put us in bed for three days it was so painful as we release more and more of this pain, the pain doesn't feel as so intense. As we get layers and layers, all we're triggering off, we're triggering off less and less and less. And the more pain we release, the less of that old stuff we're going to release. And then we only have to deal with the pain in the present moment. But by that time, we have a viewpoint that is so expanded But even that current moment is not going to give us the pain that you can't even imagine how much less the pain is and sometimes there's no pain at all. I know it seems weird, but honestly, I'm telling you, you're doing an incredible job as I'm talking. It's triggering off more and more releases and I'm seeing you really. And as a matter of fact, I'm checking back with a symbol. You put your head up as a matter of fact. You're standing up. Now, doesn't mean you don't have more pain underneath, but for what we came into to do, you've done a, a really amazing job. It's as if you're standing up because at some point, at some level, you're seeing that you're the directing identity and you're not having to just accept that pain and you're not just having to live with it and there's nothing you can do. Now, I want you to actively release the elements of OCD that you that you carry whatever they are I don't know what they are it is it's a habit and I want you to call in as much of the light as you can to move into and I'm going to go right to the habit body because this is I've told told you all many times in the past the habit body is different from the thought form Energy. It carries the energy that propels us to action, and the habit body is like a, a field or a beautiful, symbolically like, a, like sand that's just been, you know, the, at low tide, it's completely smooth, and at, every time we think a thought, and every time we do an action that's related to that thought, it creates an imprint, and every like action deepens the imprint. And so the, this symbolic sand that we carry in our habit body is absolutely filled with crevasses. Now, why is this something we need to heal? I'm going to tell you why. The energy in that habit arena is energy that propels us to action. And it is this huge propellant to propels us to repeat the same action, the deepest of the crevices or the deepest imprints are our most entrenched and ingrained habits. And that's where I want to go, why I want to take you. Now, when we're moving and we're going to move into this habit body field, understand that we are not just going to be doing the habit body, but I want your focus on it. As we do, we are also going to be working on the emotions and the, uh, the thought energies. We're going to be working on all three of them simultaneously, but I want your focus there. And immediately I'm feeling fear. There's a lot of fear. There's a fear of giving up this lifestyle, giving up this, uh, coping style because it stood you in good stead. There's a safety factor here that we often have when we want to give up something that in some ways has kept us sane or kept us, uh, functioning or kept us uh, productive or kept us in some way able to function and operate in the society around us. So, you know, sometimes in little ways, sometimes in big ways, but there's often a safety factor here. um, The fear, and I want you to begin to release the fear. Now I'm feeling the fear, just like I was feeling pain, a lot of fear coming up about neutralizing this coping style. And I want you to just begin to release the fear. The fear is normal. It's expected. It comes from letting go of something that has stood us in good stead, that's helped us in many ways. We're unsure what it's going to be like without that coping style. And so there's a lot of fear. And you are releasing the fear. Um, Now, understand that the soul level, you will only release and heal this to the level that it, it can deal with. And so there will be probably other, uh, most likely other layers here. But I really feel good about it because I do feel a great release on the fear. So I'm just focusing now, I'm still focusing on the, I'm seeing this one huge crevasse which represents this, or crevice, that represents this habit imprint that relates to this coping style and Um, I'm just looking at it yet. We're not healing it yet, but I'm just, and while I sense the fear being released, the fear is going. There's a part of you that just is so determined. Uh, I think this is why you request healing after healing. I think this is why I I know that you listen to my radio show on a really regular basis. There is this part of you that is so ready to move on from these patterns that really you're seeing now, how they, the, the effect of holding you back is greater than the effect that helping you. So you're starting to shift the perspective and seeing it more as a limiter instead of something positive. This is at the conscious mind level. And at the soul level, too, you're really ready to, to let this go. So your you're, you're soul and the mind level very cooperative here. They're very cooperative and on the same page. And I'm really, I, now I'm feeling still some more fear coming up. Okay, what else, what's under here? What's this fear? There's more here. Um, okay, of course, there's fear of the unknown and fear of change. There's a part of you that doesn't really feel that if you let go of the the coping style, that you really have gotten rid of the hurt and the pain. So there's a self-doubt here, too. Can this really work? Can this really help me? Can this really make a shift in my life without throwing me into a state of spin or a spiral or some sort of personal hurricane? Um, Remember, when you release these things, it's releasing the automatic pilot, not the choice. So if for some reason you release the entire coping style But you hadn't released enough of the pain so that when it comes back, you're starting to flop around because suddenly your coping style has been neutralized. It doesn't mean you can't go back to that coping style. You can't, you can choose to use that coping style again. Remember, you can choose. It doesn't take away the choice. It only takes away the automatic pilot. We don't have real choice as long as we have these huge energetic, this huge field of energetic baggage, the, the thought the magnetic energies, the, the, the habit imprints, the emotional blueprints. That's our baggage. That's what's propelling us. We aren't really experiencing anything new in life that we haven't experienced many times with the, the billions of years, the cadillions of years of lives. So, what we're doing is triggering off all this old stuff, and we are leading our lives literally with very little choice. We think we have choice, but we don't and We're all here to try to remove these these automatic buttons that get pushed. That's what we're here to to let go of, and you are you know totally doing this, Jake, so okay. So I want you to, that helped, because what you started to release was a little more of the resistance and the holding on to, because you realized, okay, I could choose, not from an automatic pilot kind of standpoint, but I could consciously choose to go back and use that old method of avoiding pain if it does come up and I feel uh, helpless, you can go back and use that coping style. I don't think you're going to find you do choose to do that. But I don't know. You still have the choice. Whether I see it or not, you still have the choice. Okay, so now, okay, now, what I'm seeing now, and it happened automatically because you are connected now to, and you've given permission to your higher self. What I saw happen, and I'm really, it brings tears to my eyes, your higher self flooded that imprint that huge cavern that huge fault in the symbolic field of this habit energy it flooded it with this pink almost divine i think it's divine love in nature and it filled the whole crevasse it filled it and I didn't have to say anything because you are amalgamated. You're one with your true soul essence. You've given it permission to the higher selves and your true soul essence to heal. And it without me even saying, okay, now let's fill it. It just filled. It's just fabulous. And it fills it up so that that energy field is not going to be propelling you action. Now what I want to do is it is is being filled and it is um, but it's not quite as strong as the energy field that never had an imprint on it. It's going to take time to sort of solidify so to speak. Not really solidify but you know what I'm saying. And so what I'm going to do is I want to put in um, like a, a kind of a divine thread and and I've used this on the auric field. I'm sure I've done it on the show, uh, I think. Um, but this divine gold thread, we're sort of sewing up that tear. Uh, if you think of it as a tear in the skin or a deep gash that's been cleaned out and it's been filled up, it's been whatever. And now we're going to just sew the edges of the skin to keep it closed. And it's 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 sort of like that. It's not going to close it exactly but we're putting in sort of a divine gold thread to hold it while it becomes more connected and fully um enmeshed with the with the energy field in the most healthy way okay now this is bringing up something else what the heck is going on now here with you jake um I almost called you Joel. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, I don't know why. But I would like you to... What is that coming up? There's more coming up. (coughs) There's a constriction in the chest. It's as if at some level there was just this... (gasps) kind of thing. And I'm not sure what that is, but I would like you to just begin to see divine energy moving in through the top of your head, moving in through the bottom of your feet, to start to slowly and gently un to release some of that constriction. Uh some of it is stress. There's a lot of stress in the life pattern. Um There's a lot of stress in the life pattern. And let me just see. Okay, I'm seeing more pain. But it's coming from a different spot. It's it's, it's not exactly the same. So uh, I never really clarified what the other pain was. But this isn't quite as deep. This is not so deep. What is this pain? Okay. All right this this is coming from feelings of falling short because you don't expectations of others, the level of perfection that both others and you put on yourself and the this is feeling like you're going to fall short and not really be um, productive or effective as you could be, as uh, good as you could be, so it's carrying some self not just self-doubt, but self-attack, self-judgment, self, self um, judgment. a lot of self-judgment here, and that causes you pain. The feelings of falling short is hurting, it's, um, the, the viewpoint is here, and I see that starting again to come out the top of the head, out of the eyes. I also want you to release stuff symbolically out of the ears, because a lot of what we take on as our own self-judgment comes from judgment of others. I feel like there were some real difficulties in your life as a child, and I, I don't know. I don't know that we've ever talked about that, but it feels like there was enough judgment in this life that has really activated an already entrenched pattern from, from prior lives of this judgment and feeling like you fell short, like you couldn't please... Um, You couldn't do enough to please others. And I just can't help but think that it hasn't manifested in some way in this life. And so that's what I'm thinking now. If I'm completely off base, just ignore me. But in any case, you've had plenty of lives, plenty of childhoods that you have taken on tremendous amount of of judgment, Um, you know, being berated, things are are your fault and all of that. And, oh, as I'm talking, it's just. I'm just, it's getting more and more intense. It's as if it's opening up. I want you to put that hatch uh, you know, right there in front of that uh, right in front of that chest and open that hatch symbolically and we're going to just allow it to flow out. Uh, We're going to allow the divine energies to flow back in and just help the whole movement of this the the uh, This is another part of the OCD, interestingly enough, is that you got in a habit or in a, I would say, a habit of redoing things over and over again to make sure you had 100% correct. You, you were trying to prevent the judgments um, coming down upon your head, the constant finding of fault. And so part of the... The OCD, um, another part, because we've already handled one part, is the um, this this need to repeat in order to get it right in in your at the soul level. That's what you're thinking, and at the mind level, we think that too. Oh, I want to, whatever it is, um, you want to make sure that you're getting it right, and so this comes from this need to to get it right to try to uh, avoid constant and chronic uh complaints of others about your flaws what you're not doing right uh ooh it just is so upsetting to me i'm just so sorry but we all carry this to some degree i i everybody, if not in this life, in other lives. So I want you to just really focus on releasing that. And it's painful. It's painful because no matter how much you tried in so many lives, whether this one, in this one, I'm guessing too, but so often you tried over and over again and it didn't help. You still had complaints. You still got the messages of flawed. I don't see a lot of, Uh, unconditional love flowing your way, at least not related to this pattern. You could have had it in other lives uh, or in other times. But right now what's coming up front and center is this chronic finding fault, chronic blame. And you've taken a lot on yourself, too, because that's what we do. We start to believe the parents because they're everything to us when we're young. They They are our world. And so we take it in and we begin to believe it ourselves. So I I really need you to, to release not only the difficulty, the pain, the suffering, the need to constantly repeat over and over again in order to get it right, but I want you to let go of the belief system that you got it wrong in the first place. I want you to let go of that. I want to see it coming out so that you can change your perspective out of the top of the head, out of the ears. I really, really want you to let that go. It's still there. Oh, it's so, it's really intense. It's like a, there's like a, something deep inside your chest. It's not huge, but it is heavy. It's almost like, I don't know. I don't know much about chemistry or anything, but you know, some elements are so heavy. They can be a very something very, very small and compared to a little normal rock, it's a thousand times heavier, but it's the same size as a little rock. And that's what I feel like. It's just this this little rock that's but it's not a rock, a little really deep, heavy thing symbolically that you're carrying inside. And it's a lot of weight to carry. And I'm I'm not I wanna see how we can start to let go of this. Oh, Jake, all I can say is first of all, I'd like everyone that's listening to please help. Even if you're a future listener, um, it would help again to to, to do this for Jake. Do it for yourselves. We all have these little things within. Um, but we all carry this kind of pattern um so let's all of us send the light to jake and i'm I'm again going to really um jake i would like you to really focus on that true soul essence and bring all of your fifth dimensional essence to bear here give it permission to again it can't push or force it can't But by focusing in and giving permission to that divine energy, it is going to help as much as uh, possible. Okay, and we're going to send a lot of light and start to really... I feel like we need to go back into the habit body because there's elements here that have also created this very, very deep crevice very very deep imprint relating to you have to you have to get it right you have to keep repeating to get it right uh that you're at fault that you have not done it right all those belief systems there's a big it's actually sort of multiple crevasses but they sort of joined as one and i want you to Just keep releasing until we see the the fifth dimensional, that your higher self move that energy in. And they're already beginning to flood it. They're already beginning to flood it. It's not all the way up to the surface, but I want you to just keep releasing, letting go of this idea that it's your fault, that you have been at fault, that you have flaws, that you haven't done it right. You know, we can all relate to that. We're kids. We're two years old and we spill something we get attacked for spilling it but it was an accident we didn't mean to spill it we didn't have any intention to spill it but we can get you know it may fall on a rug that gets ruined or something so we can understand the upset of the adult but the child takes it in as i'm bad i am flawed i've can't do anything right. Look at this mistake I made. So I want you to release all those kind of things. I want you to let... Uh, I want to call in divine flush. I want just everything to come to bear here uh, to help with this this release. The idea that you're flawed, that you can't get anything right, and you have to try over and over again It's constant effort to do it over and over again in order to get it right finally. And then even then, it hasn't alleviated the feelings that you flawed. The repetition has not been the answer. It doesn't really help at these deeper levels. So I want you to release the the concepts, the ideas, the belief systems that repetition is necessary and that is actually going to help with this belief system. Instead, I want you to release, I want you to release, um, I want you to release that belief system. I see you struggling and, um, I want you to just keep working on it because there it is a struggle because it's been part of you for so many eons, but you're sticking with it that part of you at the soul level that doesn't want to give up that part of you that has had it is wants to move forward that wants to get out of this stuck place and i, I and just when I said that, I saw a whole bunch of new energy moving into that deep imprint that very very deep imprint which is symbolic really of multiple imprints and i want you to um just keep working because it is helping and i can feel the change somehow that thing that's been that i felt in the center of your chest is not so heavy it's not so solid it's not so intractable that it was so i just want to keep working on it i don't want to give up until i see it release. it may still have some elements there because what I'm releasing is what is presented as doable today. It isn't the entire uh, range of all these lives we've held, uh, but it is a, a very significant step forward. And so that's why, Ooh. okay, wow. Okay, okay, this is good. You really, it's like it opened up a gusher there's a lot of stuff coming out. It's just, whoa, yay, Jake. Whoa, it's coming out like a big gusher. I can feel it's alleviating a lot of that pressure I was feeling in the chest, a lot of that constriction. Um, I'm just so happy for you, Jake. Wow. And the remember that even though I'm focusing on the habit body, and I am seeing more of this divine, beautiful, Pink, uh, pinkish type energy. I also feel there's divine plasma is in, included in the energy. Um, divine plasma becomes whatever it match, whatever it needs to match. Always in the highest ideal. It is moving in with the divine love, not only to fill the crevice but also to match the clean habit energy field. So it is going to facilitate the merging and the and the, the strengthening of that healing of that that um, that imprint. And I'm also seeing the gold thread moving in to symbolically sew it to keep it a little bit more solid and sturdy while it the full enmeshment happens. That these energies completely heal that trench. We don't want it to just keep to start being um opened up again um, again, we have free will, so we can open up these things, but we want to do whatever we can to keep it as healthy and have it heal and get as strong as we can, okay now, back to the symbol um I still see releases going on. And this does, makes complete sense to me, but it seems more doable now, and I'm feeling a significant shift and significant change. And I want to now go to see you standing up there, and there is a very, there is a very big change. It's not only that you're standing; it's it's also I'm feeling the empowerment, the self empowerment that that you have freed yourself in so many different energetic directions here that we we tackled, you've freed yourself from a lot of the burden that you were carrying, a lot of the burden you were playing out, a lot of those automatic pilot kind of responses, um, and you're feeling a sense of personal power, I want to say, in a way that hasn't been there for a long time. doesn't mean you don't have other parts of you that feel that power. Um, it's it's remember I'm just dealing with the aspects that are related to the pattern I'm healing, and so the the womb energy is working to bring in the empowerment part of the the healing, and I'm seeing it working big time. Really meshing and melding and empowering and enhancing those parts of you that do feel connected, that do feel in the driver's seat, and those parts of you, because of the work you're doing and neutralizing and releasing the layers that don't work in your in your highest ideal, you are moving you are enhancing and moving into more of that self-empowerment self-connected uh space. And it's being reflected very much in this symbol that I've seen growing on the, becoming more and more connected, more and more intensely light that I'm seeing on the, the hub. And I feel so much different now. You've done an amazing job, Jake. I look forward to hearing back from you. I'm not sure if you are listening live or whether you'll hear it in an archive show but i'm I'm very pleased the higher selves are putting the cocoon of energy around you. There are elements that are still working, they're still releasing. um You're still a bit in process here, but that's okay. You have brought in given permission for that fifth dimensional energy to work, your own energies for the pure soul essence to work. and so that permission is ongoing. And so you are continuing to um, move forward. Again, you'll only move forward to the point where your soul says, okay, that's enough. We can't, these energies cannot trespass. However, it's doing good and also it's going to help you acclimate. I don't want you to be upset if you find yourself doing some of these little OCD things, whatever they are. I don't want you to be upset. Just become conscious of it. And then just quickly bring in that true soul essence and ask that you just continue to release the the pattern, the roots and tendrils. The higher selves often would say, release the roots and tendrils, the residue, because again, we it's not a magic bullet. These healings get layers, but there can still be stuff left behind. And so I want you just to do that. Don't worry. Don't. Freak out if you can possibly help it. It's easier said than done sometimes. But just step into that place. I am my true soul essence. Focus on that for a few moments. Bring that energy to bear. I am my higher self. I am the originating source. And I'm releasing this pattern. I'm releasing the causes, known and unknown. I'm releasing all the emotions related to it, known and unknown, whatever comes to your mind. I'm just giving you some suggest- some suggestions. You don't have to do it for more than two or three minutes, 30 seconds even. But instead of going into the panic mode, um, if you can think, and sometimes it's hard to think of it in the moment, um, so I understand that too, but I would encourage you, you know, even after the fact, to go back and do some of the releases if you don't think of it in the moment. Okay? Wow. Um, okay. Well, Jake, that was really terrific. Um, it's so nice that I can bring in the fifth dimensional aspects now, because I'm opening that up. More and more will come into these healings. Uh, there's many other healing techniques I haven't shared. I will be sharing them slowly over the year as well. And But now I'm going to be able to be standing in that place of owning all of this information and sharing it with each and every one of you. And I, again, encourage you to uh, write, email me, janet at higherselfvoice.com or janet at janetrichmond.com. You can certainly call in to a show. You can request a healing on email, uh, via email or calling in. I'm always going to bring a little piece of this fifth dimensional stuff additional information in every week again next week remember i will not be here it'll be a dark week because i'll be traveling back from the east coast but i'll be back i don't have any plans to travel until again until the end of march so there won't be any more black days (laughs) for that i'm sorry there's i've been away for quite a bit um anyway there's plenty of other shows you can listen to in that stead. if you're feeling a little bit of withdrawal from my shows. <laughs> I know a couple people have told me, oh, I needed to hear your show today. But um, anyway, there's plenty out there for you all to listen to. And with that said, I want to thank again my listeners always. You're always the inspiration. And I couldn't do it without you. We are a community all here for one another, all Going through the same things, sharing, learning, growing, becoming, expanding together. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Have a wonderful week or two weeks, and I will be back with more. Okay. Love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.